Welcome back to another episode of the MicroConf Podcast. In this episode, we run through the audio from a recent YouTube video I recorded called, If I Had to Start Over, Here Are Three Steps I'd Take to Get to One Million in Revenue. This video turned out really good, actually. If you have time, you should check it out on YouTube on our channel, youtube.com slash microconf. I think there's a lot of great takeaways in the audio today. Before we dive into that, tickets are now on sale for MicroConf Remote that's happening just a few weeks from now. The theme is Level Up Your SaaS Sales. It's happening March 21st and 22nd of 2023 from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, two days in a row. Have some great speakers on the docket diving in to all things sales. Folks like Jen Abel from Jellyfish, John and Dege from Rapid Reply, Pete Kazanji, author of Founding Sales, and Valentin Wallen, founder of FindyMail. And if online events aren't your thing, you want to meet in person, you should come to Denver. Tickets are going quickly, and they are going to sell out. The event is April 16th through 18th. I will be there along with Leanna Patch, Claire Swellentrop, Dev Basu, Patrick Campbell. It's going to be a great time with 150 or 200 of your closest Bootstrap founder friends. And with that, let's dive into the audio from If I Had to Start Over, Here Are Three Steps I'd Take to Get to One Million in Revenue. If I had to start over today, here are three steps I'd take to reach 1 million in annual recurring revenue. And if you stick around till the end of this video, I'm gonna tell you the biggest disadvantage to the approach I'm about to outline. I'm Rob Walling. I've started six companies, invested in more than 100 startups, and I've written three books about entrepreneurship. Today, I'm gonna be diving into the stair-step method of entrepreneurship. You may have heard me refer to it as a stair-step approach to bootstrapping, but what I've realized is that it isn't necessarily about bootstrapping, and it's more of a method than an approach anyway. And so today I wanna to look at these three steps of the stair-step method of entrepreneurship. I'm gonna run through the three steps quickly, and then I'm gonna circle back and dive into each one. Step one is your first product. It's a simple product. I'll talk more about what that means. Step two is rinse and repeat. And step three is to go full force into a full-blown SaaS app. So let's circle back to step one. This is your first product. This is where you choose to build a relatively simple product. Often this could be a single feature of another larger product. Often this is with a single traffic channel. Like examples of this are a WordPress plugin, a Shopify add-on, a Heroku add-on. Basically something that allows you to start generating revenue and learn the ropes without having to build a full-blown SaaS app. Because building SaaS applications is, it takes a long time, it's complicated. There is so much more to just building it. There's the marketing, the sales, the copywriting, the support, the internal operations. There's, there's so much, even just keeping servers stood up, you know, if you're not a DevOps expert, there's a lot to it. And so the idea of basically building an add-on to an existing ecosystem simplifies a lot of this. With WordPress, you don't need to keep servers stood up. You just need to learn some PHP or hire someone to write a plugin for you. And if you can just rank well in the WordPress plugin repository, you can get a steady flow of visitors. This is not the case with a full-blown SaaS app. If you register your sasappsdomain.com, no one will find it unless you go out and are actively marketing and driving leads versus your peer number three in the Shopify app store when someone searches for abandoned cart emails. Suddenly, you're getting a steady flow of new customers. And so this is a simplified way 
of launching an app and learning the ropes, I like to equate this to baseball, where some people see someone playing in the major leagues and they want to also be a professional. The thing is, is it serves you so much better to play junior high ball, to play high school ball, than to play college, then to play in the minor leagues and to work your way up. And you, during that time, you develop experience, you develop skills, you develop confidence, you make some money, you build a network, maybe you build an audience. Same thing with stair-stepping. The whole point of this is to build the experience, skills, confidence, money, and network such that by the time you get to step three, it is so much easier and so much more likely that you're gonna succeed. So you might be wondering what app stores are in existence and there are 69 of them at least, 69 B2B SaaS marketplaces with opportunities for bootstrappers. I'm gonna link up a post from Rocket Gems where the author has been kind enough to put together this list. Salesforce, HubSpot, Pipedrive, Zoho CRM, Zendesk, Freshdesk, Intercom, Help Scout. I'm gonna stop there. I'm not gonna read all 69, but you get the idea. There are a lot of these out there and there are a lot of opportunities to build something simple that still teaches you a lot and still makes you money. In this video, I'm gonna focus on building software and ultimately building SaaS, but realistically, the stair-step method of entrepreneurship applies even if you don't wanna build software. In the early days of my career, I built info products. I wrote a couple of books. I did some online courses. I had an e-commerce website. I had downloadable software and I had SaaS. Any of those can work. It, it can be recurring revenue or not. It can be in an ecosystem or not. One of my early information products was an ebook about growing bonsai trees and folks would find it via SEO. It was organic search. And there were enough purchases that it would have made a car payment at the time. Then I built an online course about hiring BAs for startups and pushed that out there. And so I was part of the ecosystem and their existing traffic. You know, again, it made enough money that it made it worthwhile. And it was a nice little augmentation to the other longer term things I was focused on at the time. So don't feel like this has to be reserved for software, but I do tend to focus on that because this channel is all about building SaaS products. And most folks who are watching this are looking to build software. With step one, you have a nice little side income and you don't need to compete against the giants who are competing in these big spaces. If you want to build a million dollar SaaS app, I'm saying take these three steps. And in fact, this is what I did. I'll talk a little about my story in a bit, but the idea of building a step one business and then jumping to step two, which is to rinse and repeat, it's to double down on the model that worked in step one and repeat that until you own your time. Sometimes folks find success with the first Shopify add-on Heroku plugin, and they actually acquire one. I've seen several people do this, where they now have understood the ropes and they start to network with other folks who have these add-ons, and they buy the next one instead of building it because it saves them so much time. But realistically, you could also just build another one. And what I found with step one businesses is they typically have a natural plateau. Maybe they plateau at 2K a month. Maybe they plateau at 5, 8K a month. Therefore, it's not a business that's gonna get you to seven or eight figures. There's also platform risk. You don't have diversification of your revenue. There's a lot of things that can go wrong with a step one business. So the idea with step two is not only to increase that revenue, increase that income such that it pays for your full-time income and you can quit your day job, but it allows you some income diversification as well. And the idea is that you're using skills you have already developed. You're getting good at this essentially free or low cost traffic channel and you're learning the ropes of how to support software and how to ship it and interact with customers. One example of that is Dave Rodenbot, someone you may have heard on Startups for the Rest of Us. I've interviewed him over there. Dave had one WordPress plugin. It was not paying his full-time bills. So he went out and he acquired two more WordPress plugins. So by the time he got to step two, he had three WordPress plugins. He later sold those after he moved to step three. Step three is recurring revenue. Step three is the full-blown SaaS app. And he had acquired an app called Recapture and he sold off his step 
up two businesses and now he's focused on recapture at recapture.io. Another friend of mine is Phil Dirksen. He did this with a couple of WordPress plugins. He launched these all on his own. He didn't buy them. Pinterest, Pinit Pro and Stripe Checkout Pro for WordPress allowed him to quit his day job several years ago. And he basically stacked their revenue into a full-time income and was later acquired by a larger player in the WordPress space. And it's not just about WordPress. Richard Chen of PHP Grid moved from one-time sales to SaaS. So he step one, step two, step three, and he now has the freedom of being a full-time entrepreneur. And I can't tell you the number of folks who apply to TinySeat or who come to MicroConf who have these amazing Shopify add-ons. There's Notion and there's Airtable. You know, there's all these ecosystems now that didn't exist 10 or 15 years ago. And they not only allow you to have a great step one business that is relatively simple compared to a full-blown SaaS app, but they allow you to have recurring revenue, which is something that the step one businesses I had, it was a lot harder to get recurring revenue in a step one business. So my stair-step journey involved an app called .NET Invoice that I acquired when it was in alpha. It was one-time sales. And I marketed it mostly through SEO. So that was my channel. But when I got it, it was making 500, 700 a month. I grew it up to be about three to 4,000 a month. And I was never able to get it past that. It had a natural plateau. And that was okay because then what I did is I built and bought other products, as I mentioned earlier, the info products, e-commerce sites, SaaS, and I just kept stacking those on top of each other. And then I was able to move on to step three. But by that time, I had so much experience. I had built a lot of marketing skills, product development skills. I had revenue. I had confidence. I had even built myself a network and an audience along the way by talking about what I was doing. And so by the time I did dive deep into the more complex and challenging world of full-blown SaaS, I had all these assets at my back. And finally, step three, is that recurring revenue SaaS app. It's the holy grail for bootstrappers. Everybody wants it, but it is popular and therefore it's very competitive. And I think jumping straight into the deep end, trying to go straight to the major leagues without ever playing in the minor leagues, leads to a lot of failure and a lot of frustration. I see a lot of people, you know, you'll see them right into the podcast or comment on these YouTube channels about how hard it is. You're right, it is. That's why I would take these three steps and not just jump in and try to compete with the likes of myself or of Jason Cohen or of Heaton Shaw or of all these people who have so much more experience and money and skills and confidence than you do because they've been doing it for so many years, right? And that's what the stair step allows you to build as you climb the stairs. In a minute, I'm gonna talk about the biggest disadvantage to the stair-step method. But first, I want to talk about the biggest advantage. And really, it's predictability and repeatability. This is a way that I have seen dozens, if not hundreds, of entrepreneurs climb the stairs. You see it all the time now that I've said it. You're going to start hearing stories of someone who freelanced and then started a productized service and then later parlayed that into a product and maybe into SaaS. You can do it through that. That's a stair-step method as well. For someone who created some info products, then some courses, and then later started a software company, and then, you know, up to SaaS. And frankly, there's a chance you could skip step two. I do know some folks who built these step one businesses, and they do grow to 10, 12, 15k a month. And that it is enough to quit your day job and focus on building, you know, that more challenging, but probably that bigger opportunity. Before I talk about the biggest disadvantage of the stair step approach, if you enjoy this video, please hit the like and the subscribe. I'm releasing videos like this every week, deep dives into topics about building, launching, and growing your SaaS product. And also, if you're interested in reading an entire book about finding step one ideas and trying to grow them. I wrote a book it's called Start Small, Stay Small, A Developer's Guide to Launching a Startup. And I would recommend it for those looking for those step one and step two businesses. In addition to videos like this, and of course, startups for the rest of us. And now the biggest disadvantage of the stair-step method 
is that it takes a long time. It takes longer than if you were to try to do a SaaS app right now and have success. And that's the key, is most people who go for the full-blown Major League SaaS app, they don't have success. And so it does still take them two, three, four tries. And someone who is stair-stepping is so much more likely to have success at those early stages to be able to climb their way up to step three. But with that said, it often takes longer to get where you want to go. And that's why I so often say about entrepreneurship is to think in years, not months. Don't look for success in the next few weeks, in the next few months. Think in terms of the long term and think about how you can get there predictably and repeatably, even if maybe it takes you a little longer, at least you have a lot of confidence that you're gonna make it there in the end. Thanks so much for joining me today and I'll see you in the next video.